Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the Morning, world famous Wake Up Show MTV. We worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio. This is where they get busy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. What a badass. He's such a badass. I swear to you. He's, hey, such, hey, a hey. <laughs> He's such a badass, man. Our next guest, not just a friend of the program. He's family. He's not a friend of the program. He's not a friend of the station. He's family around here. He's, uh, he's part of our family, and, and we run thick. We love him very, very much. I can't tell you how proud I am of our next guest, but... Uh, he moved mountains this weekend and did something no man had ever done. That's the fastest knockout in combat sports history. That means boxing, MMA, all of them, all of them, all of them in the history of all of them. The fastest one delivered by my boy, Yuli Diaz, otherwise known as Yuli Monster. But boy, he's a monster, all right? Yuli, what's up, Papo? Thank you. Very great morning, my brother. I love you, man. Thank you for having me on. I, I, I've got so much love for you, kid, and it was great to, when that popped out, I, we, <laughs> man, did we laugh. Oh, God, did we laugh. You're, you're a lunatic, bro, but it, it, how exciting was it? Um, you know, first, I'm going to start by saying, when you guys did the whole stare-down thing, he didn't seem very intimidated. Did you, knew, you knew you had him at the stare-down, didn't you? Uh, man, listen, Larry, I, uh, you, know, you know, I never underestimate anybody. I, uh, I respect every man that steps in, in, being in the square circle and the cage with me. Um, we, all, we all put in hard work. We're, we're all, you know, we all train for, for, for that moment, you know. So, you know, what, I, I, I felt the same way you did. When I got in the space, he did not look intimidated. You know, he was ready, ready to fight the next day. Yuli Diaz joining us here on Good Morning Amigo. Man, you've had a tough road, and I know that some of our students are really impressed with, with not just how, how you've done this, but, but you as a comeback story. And, and these, these kids have been working. I'm going to tell you right up, straight up, Yuli. They've been working their asses off for three-plus years uh, to be better broadcasters, to ask smart questions, uh, to be respectful. And I wanted you to get a little dosage of that because you and I always talk. Uh, that just gets boring. I want someone who more. I want some of our students to ask you some questions. So I'm gonna. I'm going to give them the floor, and I'm gonna have them ask you a few questions. And brother, trust me, they they're gonna ask you some good questions. But I think everyone in this uh, in, in this on this show in this class, incredibly proud of you for the work you did over the weekend. Thank you so much, guys, and I'm and I'm excited to hear these questions. Hey, Yuli, it's Anthony over here. I just wanted to ask you, well, first of all, congratulations on the fastest knockout in combat history. That's just crazy, in my opinion. The fact that you have 11 knockouts in 13 matches is just crazy, but I know that takes a lot of hard work, and I know that you have a very high work ethic, so how do you work that hard to reach that goal of just winning those fights that you do in such a dominating manner? Well, good morning, Anthony, man. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Uh, I think you have knockouts there, but it's all right. Um, uh, man, listen, I, I, I put in the work every day. I started the I started fighting professionally at, at a late age. You know, I, I went pro at 35 when a lot of guys are retiring 
is when I started my career. So I had to I had to step up to the plate a lot harder than uh, or I feel I feel my in my opinion I had to step up a lot harder and faster than a lot of these these guys have. Um, I have no time to waste. My window of opportunity is really small, so I have to take advantage of every situation. So my my you know I've, I've always been an aggressive fighter. And, uh, and and that's 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 how I train. When I spar, when I train, everything I do, I, I leave it. I leave myself every day. Leave everything I have in the gym, because uh, I know that if you and this is a cliche, but it's 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 the truth. If you train hard, the fight is easy, and that's what I live by. Hi, Yuli. My name is Sabrina. Um, I have a question. So how did you know that boxing was what you wanted to do? And also, did you ever think that you're going to become this successful in it? Um, okay. Hi, Sabrina. Thank you for that question. Um, boxing, I've, I've, I've been into boxing since I was a little kid. I loved it. I did uh, my amateur boxing at, uh, at when I was like 18 and 19 years old. Um, I've always loved the sport, always. I... Uh, I, I, for a long time, I, I always would look, I, I, when I got away from the sport for many years, I would look at it and I would see people and I would, you know, I would look at it, man, I'm missing out on a part of my life, you know, and finally when I got into it, when I was four years ago, I had the vision of being successful, and I think that if you don't have that vision and you don't have that thought of being successful in, uh, in anything you do, then you're not going to go as far as you can. You're holding yourself back, and it's it's always hard to see it from the beginning because you know it's it's always there's a lot of bumps in the road and a lot of training. It's a lot of hard work, but you always have to see success and you always have to see the good in things. So from the beginning, yes, I I would see. You know, it, I, I'm not a fortune teller. I never knew that this moment was going to happen, but I but I would see it and I would see it and I would see it and I would see it. And I think from seeing it so much in my mind and dreaming about it and thinking about it so much, I think I manifested the moment on, on happened on Friday. Hey, Yuli, it's Monique. Um, I have a question for you. I see that you work out a lot and you train really hard. Do you have a mantra or like a motto you a motto you go by? Like anything you go by? Monique, um, yeah, what I do is honestly what I what I go by, and something that, that drives me is very simple. And again, it's another cliche, but people say the cliches are around for a reason. People use them, and, and you know, and I use them to, to to motivate me. And it's it to me, it's one day at a time. You know, I, I I get through I get through I get through my days one day at a time, and I make sure that that day that I'm that today, for example, I I I use it to my full advantage. I wake up early. I do what I have to do. I already ran two miles this morning. I'm actually getting therapy now to, to heal, heal my body. I, you know, I, I take full advantage of my days. And, uh, and, and again, one day at a time, one day at a time. You, you, always, you, you, have a, you make a nice plan for the future, but you can only get to the future one day at a time. So make sure that you're using your day to its full advantage. Do not slack on anything. Give everything you got every day. Hello, my name is Nicole, and I've seen that you've dabbled in a few different forms of fighting. And I was wondering, of uh, pro fighting, I'm sorry. And which form has pushed you more out of your comfort zone with it? Hi, Nicole. Thank you. And that's a great question. Um, I think I, when I did MMA, 
uh, MMA to me was the toughest thing to do because uh, not only do you have to know many different forms of city, which was great. I, I really loved it, and it was very, it was it was an awesome learning experience for me. I loved it, and a huge challenge. Um, but it, it, you have to really, when it comes to MMA, you really have to focus on on everything you do. You have to put it, it takes it it takes your takes the whole day because you go from boxing to kickboxing to wrestling to and uh, to me was uh, you know it was an extremely I don't think it was hard because I mean uh, you know it, it it was hard but it, that's a bad choice of words but it was very it was very uh, you know toll, it took a great toll on my on my on my body you know it, it was it was it was a very hard work you know but it was very satisfying once I got the win in MMA but uh, um, you know people ask me am I gonna go back and do MMA and I tell them you know I I don't think I am I don't see my I don't see any future in MMA for me just because it takes a lot out of me you know it took a lot out of me. Hi. So you got the fastest knockout, which is like a pretty great achievement. So like, how did you feel in that moment? Like when you realized what you did? You know what? It was, that moment was unbelievable. And still to this moment, three days later, three days later, it's still unbelievable. I get, I get, I get a little emotional when I think about it and when I read articles and stuff about it, because it's, it's, it's still incredible. It's an incredible moment for me. It's an incredible moment for the people who support me. It was an incredible moment for my family. And and those three seconds, they say it was three seconds. To me, I think it was more like 1.5, two seconds. But um, it I, it made a it made a tidal wave around the world. You know, it, um, I was I I manifested and I dreamt about that fight, but I never thought about everything that comes after that, after that. You know, and that's what I'm dealing with now. And it's great and it's a blessing to have and I'm just trying to organize myself for go ahead Anthony it's your turn hey this is Anthony Uh, this is a simple question but are you happy with your career and how it you know how it is now Yes, uh, Anthony. Good morning, and yes, I, I am extremely happy with my career. Uh, even before the moment, you know, this moment just put me over the top. But uh, even up to that moment, I was uh, I, I extremely happy with my career. Extremely happy with my life, uh, with everything that's going. You know, I, uh, I I I've led a, a, a somewhat difficult life, and I, I've I've been able to carry myself out of that by just honestly working hard. I have a formula and I said, I, my formula is consistency over time equals success. And I've been, I've been consistent with my work. I've been, I've been working hard. And you know, that moment on Friday has uh, given me a, 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 a sense of a little bit of success, but that doesn't mean I stop now. That means that, that actually means that I have to actually work harder now to keep this going. So yes, I'm very happy with everything that's going on in my career in my life. Hi, Uni. It's Brittany. Um, I wanted to ask you, how did you know that you wanted to get into combat fighting? Hi, Brittany. Um, I knew I wanted to get into fighting uh, my whole life. I, as a kid, I, I always liked it. I, um, I, you know, I fought a lot. I'm, I, I'm not trying to brag about this, and, and you know, uh, but as a kid, I fought a lot. Uh, fighting got me into a lot of trouble in my life. You know, um, finally... You know, a couple of years back, I, I got to 
turn turn all that around and use fighting in a positive form and do it in a professional way. And uh, and I always tell people, fighting went from getting me in trouble to to getting me paid, you know, and getting getting me uh, getting me on TV. So, so fighting's always been a part of my life. Ulysses Diaz joining us here on Good Morning Amigo. Yuli, I do have a couple of questions. I know a couple of kids have some follow-up questions for you. I told you they'd have good questions for you. I, I saw Pick, I, 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 I Pick gave you a shout-out on social media. You know he's been a big force behind you and a, uh, not just a supportive friend but a brother to you. Um, tell us a little bit about your relationship with Armando. Yeah, well, you, you know, you know, Larry, me and Pick go go back so far that you know he, he's he is my brother. You know, we grew up together. Uh, I've watched his, uh, you know, uh, his rise from the beginning to the beginning, and uh, and he is he is. I think to me, I have to say, he is the biggest inspiration in my life to continue what I'm doing, to work hard, to to follow. To turn my negative into a positive, he has to have been and is right now as we speak the biggest inspiration in my life. He, um, <clears throat> I, I know the feeling, bro, not for nothing. I know exactly how you feel about Armando because uh, I, I know you do. Uh, you know how I feel about him, and, and the reason I am here and this is what it is, you know, is because of him and, and, and his vision and being able to put me in a spot. And Frank feels the same about him as well. Um, we see that you don't just walk the walk and you don't, you don't just talk the talk, but you walk the walk. You're out in the community, brother, doing a lot of good things. Like you have really, I've noticed over the last year or so, and it's particularly during COVID, whether it's involvement with kids and youth and teaching them right from wrong to food, being in food drives, to rolling up your sleeves, you're always involved in something that's community-based, something that is representative of 305, of being from Miami. Uh, is that because you're thankful or is that just who you are? Um, Larry, you know what? To me, I think it's a little bit of both. I've always, I've always, you know, it's always been in me to help people. I've always never been a bully. Uh, with all the fighting I've done in my life, I've never bullied anybody. Um, I've always loved to give back and I've always liked to help in any way I can. And, uh, and I feel like, you know, in the last couple of years, as my life has changed, and as uh, I like to call it a blessing, as I've been getting blessed with uh, with good things in life, I I I, thought, I felt something in my heart that I had to do something, and the best way that I felt I could do it was just organize homeless out of their own pocket, not for Instagram, not for anything. They were doing it. I joined with them, I did it with them, and then through my following on Instagram, it it. it created this huge buzz where the Miami Dolphins are involved, local restaurants are involved, Channel 7 and Channel 6 got involved with us, Newsmax. It turned into something gigantic, which is great because now there's more eyes seeing the problem on the streets with people, you know, uh, going hungry. And, uh, and it's been, and we've been able to involved, we've been able to involve a lot of people to help us go and feed the community. And that's my way of, of blessing, you know, the blessing my community and just giving a, 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 a uh, paying it forward. It, it warms my heart, man. You know, you can ask me if you ever need any help with any of that the stuff. MVP. In the, any of that stuff in the community because <clears throat> I try to do a good job and I think I sometimes, I don't want to say it's misguided. I do good work, whether it's for Alzheimer's, Brandon Vergara. I, I, but but to me, my biggest thing is, is people eating. Uh, for some reason, that's a big deal to me. And um, 
just it didn't just warm my heart to see you out there. It's just you, <laughs> the things that you do, you, you almost don't have to do them. And it's incredible to see with, with the goodness of your heart how you do them. And I told the students before we had you on that you were just a big old teddy bear. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and I know that's hard to believe when you knock somebody out in three seconds or like I, I said earlier, 2.6 seconds and Frank corrected me. I was like, that was my math to it. I didn't think it got to three seconds, but whatever. It is what it is. I saw his eyes roll back, and we knew it was done. Um, but yet, you know, some of our students, I think they've loved asking you questions. They have a couple of follow-ups. I think Monique's going to start off the, with the follow-ups. Go ahead, Monique. Hey, it's Monique again. Um, I have a question. I see, like, as I said before, I see that you train a lot. About how many hours in a day do you, like, get yourself prepared for a fight? Um, I, I would say b between, so I, I run in the morning for, uh, I run in the morning that, that, that probably takes about an hour. And then, uh, you know, the whole thing about training, it's just, it's not just working out. You gotta, you have to get some rest. You have to eat right. You have to stick, stick to your diet. Um, you have to get therapy. I'm actually at my therapist right now. So, you know, you got to work on your body, make sure your body stays healthy. And then, and then I go in the afternoon and I train boxing in the afternoon for about an hour and a half to two hours. And, uh, you know, that, that can be hard training, uh, which is like physical training. And then that's also talking with my coach and game planning and, and strategizing what we're going to do next for this fight, you know. And, uh, and then it's going home and making sure you get the proper and, and all that has to do for me, all that has to do with you got to make sure you eat right, make sure you rest right, make sure you work out, and make sure you, your mind is in the right place. And all that has to do with, with, uh, with, with, with getting prepared. Hi, Yuli. Uh, my name's Lucas, and I have a question about, like, during your fights, or rather during the end of your fights. Because okay. throughout your career, you had 12 wins and one loss, and 11 of those wins were knockouts. Um, I wanted to ask, how does it feel when you knock somebody out? Like once they hit the ground or once you see them falling back, like, do you feel good or does, do you kind of feel like, like what goes through your mind once you see somebody, your opponent falling down right after, like, however long the match was, how do you feel? Um, you know, you know, when, when, when I, when that happens, it's, uh, at first, at, at first it's a sense of you're happy and you're relieved that it's over and that you won. Um, but I immediately, uh, make sure, I, I immediately like to make sure that my opponent's okay. Cause, uh, at the end of everything, you know, this is a sport and, uh, I like to be a good sportsman. I've always tried to be a gentleman to people. I never trash talk. Uh, I never, uh, if you, you know, if you're, if you're really hurt, I never celebrate that. Um, I never make fun of any, anybody. So, uh, so at first, when I first, uh, you know, the first feeling I get, it's happiness that you that I wanted. I can see that I won. It's a sense of relief that it's over. You know, you you, you kind of get the sense of calm, but then I get the sense that I want to make sure that that my opponent, you know, is is, is going to be okay. Ulysses, my man, I've got to be honest with you. You know, I got the opportunity with my son to see you uh, ringside. That was actually a boxing match, not one of the bare knuckles fights. I know that you've dabbled in three different styles. Uh, I'm no pro, although I was raised around the stuff. I still think you have a boxing career um, because you have a devastating punch. But whatever it is that you're doing, you're moving mountains in a positive fashion, uh, not just with the youth here at South Florida, but uh, 
but truthfully with people in South Florida, you are recognizable, you're loved, and and I applaud applaud you for everything that you're doing. And I, I only wish you the best of success. I, I'm serious. If you've got any initiatives, you just got to come to me. Don't send someone to me. You call me. You personally call me, and I'll go by your side, do whatever. And I'm not good at that stuff. I'm admitting it here on the air. I'm not very good at that stuff. But it warms my heart to see what you do, and I'd be a fool if I wouldn't join you in any of your efforts if you needed me there. So I wanted to say that officially here today. And you give me a holler, and I'm there, brother. Larry, you know you're my brother. You're all, whether you're there in person or not, you're always there in spirit with me, brother. You, I know you, you've you done, since the beginning of my career, you've always shown me love. You, are, you I'm not just saying this. You are my brother. You are my family. You know, Slam and all the kids there mean a lot of, mean, mean a lot to me, man. It's, it's amazing what's happening in that school and what you guys are doing with the, with the youth. Uh, I love you, and anytime you want me on, brother, you, you know I'm there with no problem. 100% love you in return, probably more than you never know, but absolutely we have you on. We love talking combat sports around here. Maybe we have some fun with you and, and throw you on a segment. I don't want to bother you. I know you have a busy workout schedule, and you keep yourself busy as well, but you know this is your other home. Aquí siempre pues. Oh, by the way, before I forget, I know that a little later today uh, you're doing an interview, I guess on local radio, with Jonathan Zaslow. Tell him that Larry the Amigo Milian and all of the students from Slam Radio send their regards to him. For sure. I, yeah, Zanzibar and Amber are awesome. I'll definitely let them know that I was on with Larry, my brother. Yes, 100%. especially Amber. Especially Amber's the, the rock star. But both of them. Yeah. Please send them both our regards uh, to both Jonathan Zaslow and to Amber. I definitely will, brother. Thank uh, you. And you guys have a great day. Thank you to, to every all the kids over there in Slam. Everybody that asked me these amazing questions. You guys are awesome. You guys stay focused. Work hard, stay consistent, and you will be successful in the future. Love you, brother. Love you, brother. Un abrazo. That was Ulysses Diaz. I call him Ulimas. I call him my brother is what I call him. That guy is special to me. Um, <laughs> I wonder what what's... <laughs> Frank, are you wondering the same thing I'm wondering? You're freaking crazy, bro. But I didn't do anything wrong. No, no, no. But that's but really I said my regards. Oh, look, listen, 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 listen. That's so. That is so pure. All right. That is so pure. So wholesome. He has no idea what he's doing. Right. So this is the most subtle way of saying hi, hi. You basically committed a moral crime. That poor man doesn't know you're. you're oh, no, 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 no. But Yuli's not doing anything wrong. Not. I'm actually sending my regards on behalf of myself in Slam Radio. The same way I extended an olive branch to him during Radio Rolla earlier this year, and he denied it. Oh, man. I hope, I hope Yuli says what he says in the beginning of the interview and not at the end of the interview, because that'll just rattle him right from the beginning. <laughs> he might not remember to say it. You're a savage. <laughs> so you think Megan made that song about me, don't you? Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.